listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. This is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 103. And before we jump in, to our show this week, I just have to go ahead and make a quick mention that we advertised Eric Priest as our guest for this week. Unfortunately, we couldn't connect over the weekend. Something came up. We hope to have Eric on in the near future, but we have some great substitute guests who are awesome. And guys, I've been wanting to get on for a while and we finally made it click. Today's special guests, yes, two for the price of one, Doc Simmons. Zach Hendricks, Country Air, one of the Midwest's hottest tag teams. They will be the guests this week on Windy City Slam Podcast in just a little bit. And before we get into the local news, I just got a couple of things to say. It's been a rough year so far for passings in our business, and Powell Entertainment's trainee Matt Mayhem passed away about a week or so ago. Pow Entertainment had a nice tribute for him at their show this past weekend. They're promising another bigger tribute, maybe even a full show down the line. I didn't get the Nomad, but he was a regular on their shows several years back. And rest in peace and thoughts and prayers to the family of Matt Mayhem. Also, I just found out about this a few hours before I started recording Friend of mine over the past few years, huge Chicagoland wrestling fan from the big boys to the independents, from the legends to the young guys. Glenn Rocco is a name you may or may not know, but a lot of the local wrestling folks do. He was a huge wrestling fan, even a family friend. Passed away, unfortunately. It just crushes me to hear this. Rest in peace to Glenn, and thoughts and prayers are with his family and his wife, Alicia. And it was just more bad news, and I just hope everything starts to get a little bit better past this week. We've had enough uh, unfortunate events happen already this year. Let's uh, let's kind of pump the brakes on that for a little bit. Okay, going into National Wrestling real quick. The Royal Rumble is this weekend. It's one of WWE's biggest events of the year. It's actually probably my favorite event. I just love the whole Rumble concept, how it leads to the WrestleMania season where the winner faces the champion of their choice at WrestleMania in a main event match. Real quick, the men's Rumble match includes guys like Big E, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, and Rey Mysterio. Those are guys that are all former world champions, as well as Sheamus. Plus, we have Dominic Mysterio, up-and-coming Austin Theory, United States champion Damian Priest, Sami Zayn, and, of course, Johnny Knoxville, because we always have to have somebody that's really doesn't belong, but he's going to be there, and at least 
I guess he's kind of goofy enough to be in a match like this. He's not Drew Carey. At least we have that. But I can make one prediction about the men's Rumble match. Actually, I can make two. Johnny Knoxville will not win. And Matt Cat Moss will not win. Other than that, I think it's pretty much wide open. I'm not really sure who I want to pick. It could be a total surprise. There's just so much intrigue in that men's Rumble. Now, in the women's Rumble, we have SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, which is interesting because maybe if she ends up winning, she challenges the Raw Women's Champion, whether it's Becky Lynch or or whoever holds a title at WrestleMania. I don't think that's going to happen, but it definitely adds some intrigue to it. We have Bianca Belair, we have Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, and then we have legends like the Bella Twins and Lita. I know some people are probably going to bristle when I say Bella Twins and legend, but that's just how WWE terms it. They're Hall of Famers as well. And Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James will be in the match as well, which I still think is absolutely stunning at this point. And my pick, and even though they say she might not be back until March, yes, she's healing up her knee, but I'm picking Bailey to be a surprise entry and the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble. I think she gets right back on the horse of how hot she was before she got injured. I really like Bailey to come out on top here. Plus, we have WWE Champion Brock Lesnar against Bobby Lashley. We have the Raw Women's Championship Becky Lynch defending against Dewdrop. An intriguing mixed tag with Edge and Beth Phoenix, the Hall of Famers, the Grit Couple against the It Couple and the reality stars of The Miz and Maurice. And the WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns defends against Seth freaking Rollins. And here's my blanket prediction on the show. I think all of those champions will retain and remain champions. I just don't see any of those titles changing hands at this point. Real quick, Mustafa Ali, the Chicago native, according to numerous reports, will not be granted his release from WWE. I just hope this ends up well for Ali. He's a great guy, like I said, and... If WWE is going to keep him around, I hope they actually utilize him in a good, positive way. And actually, I don't know, let Ali come up with some of his own ideas. The guy's a brilliant mind, not only in the ring, but outside of it as well. A couple of those videos he put up a couple of years ago were terrific. And I just don't understand why they can't get behind this guy. They need to utilize these talents better. And this is yet another talent that's being wasted by WWE. Shame on you, Vince. And... I just want to mention the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame this past weekend on a show presented by GCW and Orange Crush. New members of this Hall of Fame include Dave Prezak, Jerry Lynn, Homicide, Tracy Smothers, Ruckus, and Lufisto. Now, Prezak has Chicago connections. He's the guy that runs Shimmer, and people love Shimmer. It's probably the preeminent women's promotion in the world. Lots of great women's wrestlers have come and gone through Shimmer to places like WWE, AEW, Impact, internationally. I mean, even Paige's mom wrestled for Shimmer. So it's a company that everybody knows and loves. And congratulations to Dave Prezak and going in on the Hall of Fame. And he was inducted by CM Punk, which was a really cool touch. Also, congratulations to Jerry Lynn a guy who I met at C2E2 a couple years ago as part of the AEW tour. Jerry's a really cool guy. He has Midwestern roots as well. And congrats to the entire class. Switching to local wrestling this past weekend, Warrior Wrestling last Saturday night, January 22nd, Bendix Arena in South Bend. 
I was not in attendance, but I watched on Fight TV. The results of the show are as follows. Warrior Wrestling Championship, Will Ospreay defeats Brian Cage to retain the title. Incredible match there. And I was so excited about this result. The Warrior Wrestling Lucha Libre Championship Scramble match. The winner and new Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion, Sam Adonis, as he defeats defending champion Alamis, Chicago's Gringo Loco, ASF, and Drago Kid. Fantastic intergender mixed tag team match. Dante Martin in Sky Blue showing some really good chemistry, defeating the real-life couple of Isaiah Velasquez and Kali Ray. Sky Blue gets the pinfall despite the fact that Kali used a backpack senton where I thought maybe the match was over, but Sky Blue very instinctually used a little bit of a kind of a roll-up, a leverage pin, and got the three count. Then we had Filthy Tom Lawler defeating Anthony Henry via a TKO. Warhorse defeats Rohit Raju by submission. The last real man, Silas Young, defeats young Davey Bang, who really put in a great performance. And Davey was subbing for Brian Pillman Jr., who had just recently suffered a concussion. Hopefully Pillman is okay, but it was a great opportunity for Davey Bang. Warrior Wrestling medallion holder Casey Navarro ekes out the victory over Myron Reed as he moves on, possibly closer to getting a title shot in Warrior. And Mil Mortis defeats Beastman, who had this really, really cool new entrance gear, kind of a darker, more edgier character. And big win for Mil Mortis. Great heavyweight match between those two. And no Frank the Clown sightings at Bendix Arena as he was busy down in Florida cheering on his Rams over the weekend who knocked out Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But Frank might be back sooner than later, so beware there. Chicago-style wrestling season premiere was last Friday night, January the 21st, in Franklin Park, Illinois. Joey the Jet Avalon retained his CSW championship by holding off Blanco Loco. And we have new Chicago-style wrestling tag team championships. And maybe we were a little bit bad luck for CNC Destruction because... The Dope Kings, Filth King Brubaker, and CJ Esparza are your new tag team champions, unseating the defending champ CNC Destruction, Cody James, who was last week's guest on Windy City Slam Podcast, and Chris Miller, as well as Big Mood of Mateo Valentine and Jack Moody, and Boucher and Marston. So that was another really good show for CSW. Now we go on to POW Saturday Night Lights. That was last Saturday night, January 22nd, at T-Wood Bar and Grill in Wooddale. Of course, they honored the life of Matt Mayhem. He was one of their own POW Entertainment trainee. It was really cool to see them do that tribute to him. And I think there's going to be more to come down the line. In a POW Championship match, Scott Spade, with Tiny in his corner, escapes over Mateo Valentine to retain the title. But it wasn't quite that simple. Mateo originally scored a three count and appeared to win the POW championship. But the official overturned the call when he claimed Tiny placed Spade's boot on the rope. But after this match, Valentine was granted a title rematch at POW's show on February 26th in Bridgeview. So they're going to run it back one more time 
as Mateo Valentine once again challenges for the POW Championship against Scott Spade. Also, we had Mash Marauder defeating Jimmy Blaze with a distraction from Kazile. And then Style and Shane Eaton defeats Kazile after Jimmy Blaze interfered in that match. So a little tete-a-tete there. Then we had Meat Hooks O'Bannon defeating Trainwrecker. Nikki Vendetta defeats Moondog Murray. And Kazile was the victor of the Battle Royal. One note from PRW's Resolution this past Saturday night in Chicago. The new PRW champion is DJ the Disaster when she cashed in. And she became the first ever woman to win the PRW championship. So congratulations to DJ the Disaster. One show north of the border, GLCW Golden Days, David Hero's promotion last Saturday night up at Circle B Recreation in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Terry Runnels, the former WWE and WCW star, was a special guest on that show. Matches included the GLCW Heavyweight Champion, Backwoods Brown retaining the title with a victory over Luscious Lawrence. And now Backwoods has held that title for over two years. OVW National Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Pectacular retains the title over Joey Jet Avalon via disqualification. And we have new GLCW Tag Team Champions, the Fanny Pack Party, Cal Hero and Dustin Jackson. They defeat the veteran team, the long-reigning champions, the Express, Ryan Cross and Dr. Jeff Luxon. Congratulations to Cal and Dustin there. The Mayan Mauler, Drew Hernandez, defeated J.T. Funk. And Tony Gunn escapes with a victory over Jordan Cross after some unintentional help from a ceiling towel. Well, at least that's what Jordan told me happened in that match. So I'm going to trust Jordan on that. All right. This coming weekend, we have Fourth Wall Wrestling, Friday night, January the 28th. That's at the Buena Vista Banquets in Milwaukee. And we're going to talk a little bit about that show coming up in just a few minutes with Country Air, our special guests for this week. Also, Saturday night, SCW returns to Chabance, and some of POW Entertainment stars will be there as well. Jimmy Blaze is advertised for that show. So maybe some flames being stoked there once again with the POW Entertainment SCW war there. All right, in mere moments, coming up next on Windy City Slam Podcast, Zach Hendricks, Doc Simmons, Country Air. Stay tuned. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week. We had a little bit of a shift in plans, as they say, card subject to change. And these are two guys I've been wanting to have on for a while. So I was able to just kind of slip them right in because they have a very busy schedule coming up the next few weeks. 
Ladies and gentlemen, they are one of the hottest tag teams in the Midwest, competing in the Milwaukee and Chicago area for numerous promotions. Zach Hendricks, Doc Simmons, Country Air. How are you guys doing? Oh, doing great, Mike. Happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, for a while we've talked about like connecting and it's great to finally be on the show. Excellent. Yeah. Like I said, one of the hottest young tag teams in the Midwest. Um, you have a busy schedule coming up and this Friday in particular, you have two shows in one night and they're happening at the same time. So this is, should be very interesting to see you guys do the quick commute after one match to do the other. Now, uh, the first show, I don't know if what order you're going in, but this is the order I'm going in. Fourth <laughs> Wall Wrestling, Friday night, January the 28th at Buena Vista Banquets in Milwaukee. And you guys are taking on the Milwaukee stretching crew of Drake Daniels and Scott Marciano. So what's that match going to be like for you guys? Uh, um, this is uh, a, a long time coming. I, I, it's funny. We, we talked about the formation of of country air a little bit before this um the initial tag team that was thrown together was actually me and drake daniels they Uh, were power and flight and uh originally drake yeah they were like tagging getting a little bit of a small steam behind and then drake daniels tore his uh bicep i believe yep so that day doc got scheduled in a singles match to wrestle Zach Hendricks and turned into a tag match and the rest is history. So I don't know how Drake Daniels is feeling, but <laughs> I think Doc has the better tag partner. So we're going to show why country is the better tag team. And then uh shooter Scott is somebody who's been a, a, a big mentor to, for, uh, for both of us in, in our career um, uh, really helped us uh, tighten up our style and the things that we do. So it, um, I've only worked him once and that was like within months of me starting. So now that I'm a couple years older, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. They're uh, known for uh, heavy hitting. These guys are both very heavy, big, heavy hitters. And that's actually like, speaking of like, you don't know what order that's what show we'll be at first defending the golden jackets before we make our way to the second show. Okay. And I also failed to mention you guys are the fourth wall wrestling tag team champion so congratulations on that thank you sir and this will be a title defense for you guys i believe your first title defense second second okay second (laughs) and there's gonna be a few other pretty cool matches on that show Uh, i'm just gonna throw a couple of them out there you have the uh fourth wall women's championship with the champion blair onyx defending the title against raven radix and sierra who's been red hot as of late wrestling both in the milwaukee and the chicago areas and then a match where a guy i know very well i've seen a lot over the years covering independent wrestling rough crossing is facing gunner wicks so among those matches those are really really good matches and fourth wall is going to be a really good show but you guys that's not your only match that night you guys are going up to um, somewhere near Madison, right? Uh, Doc, let uh, fill us in a little bit on, on the Frozen Tundra wrestling. Yes, we will be heading to Waterloo um, immediately uh, after we successfully defend our Golden Jackets at Fourth Wall. We will be heading out to Waterloo for Frozen Tundra wrestling, where we will defend our Frozen Few tag titles against NDS out of Minnesota. Now, who are NDS? That is Riley Jackson and Levy Cruz. Um, <laughs> couple students out of uh, the academy out there under Ken Anderson. Um, about the same amount of time in the business. Uh, 
we've we've crossed paths a few times, but haven't really gotten a chance to to touch it up. No, this is a uh, yeah, definitely like one that we've actually been wanting for a while. NDS and NDS and us have when we've bumped into shows have really been wanting to get this match and run it. They uh they've tagged actually overseas too. I believe they trained in the UK for like a month and they were doing tag stuff there. So I mean, I think this that's gonna be a really fun match as well. They uh have a very good dynamic of striking and high flying and good sequences. So we're expecting nothing but the best from them. And again, we're expecting another successful title defense. So how was Zawa for you guys this past weekend? You were originally tag team champions for them as well. Were you able to successfully defend over there? Uh, yes, we did successfully defend uh, this weekend over there in Prophetstown. Um, us versus the Congregation of Reality. That was them getting their their rematch clause in. Uh, I, I believe this was Zawa's first show in Prophetstown in like two, three years. So it was great to uh, you know bring wrestling back to that crowd. They were super into it and they were ready for it. So it was a great night. Oh, yeah. I mean, the crowd, you can never go wrong when the crowd's super into the match. We have a lot of kids screaming and you get to punch people in the face. So, yeah, wrestling's the best. <laughs> now, I know I'm getting older. Uh, when we're recording this, it's my 47th birthday. So, uh, yes, happy birthday. Sir. Thank you. Birthday. My count. Let's see if I can actually do this. That's at least one, two, three tag team championships you guys currently hold. Is there anything mm-hmm. I'm missing? Uh, oh, Not me. You. <laughs> me uh, uh along with jared jacks as part of team turbo i am one half of the mondo lucha tag team champions oh wow <laughs> <laughs> this, is really, uh, this is a very uh little thorn in our relationship as a tag team it's uh it's it's a slight thorn jared jacks is the uh if, if we could say it the i mean he might as well be the father of thumpers Den tag team wrestling right now um, tag championship with Jared Jack. So, yeah, he's got a he's had a championship with Jared Jacks. I have a championship now with Jared Jacks. Another one of the Thumpers Den students, CJ Cole, uh, just got off of a reign of tag team champions uh, with Jared Jacks. So Jared Jacks is another Milwaukee guy who's been highly influential uh, to the younger kids here in Milwaukee. Now, Zach, uh, you can't be too jealous. I mean, you still have 75% of the, the share of Doc's titles. <laughs> Doc Simmons. Yeah, everyone loves Doc with a belt. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, we're getting there. But, yeah, I mean, that was that was the goal in, in 2021 was to collect hardware, and, and we definitely finished the year strong. Indeed. Now, going back to your roots in this business, you guys started training in 2018 at the Thumper's Den with the legendary Milwaukee wrestling star, Frankie DeFalco. Now, what was Thumper's Den like for you guys? Uh, the, the type of place I, I was looking for, um, you know, the uh, if you ever, I'm not sure if you've done an interview with Perch, but if you do get a yes, chance I to have. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, pretty sure you did. Um, but you've heard him wax probably poetically about just the blue collar work ethic of of Milwaukee and I think uh Frankie and Beer City Bruiser have done a wonderful job of like instilling those values into us and and driving us to be such hard workers that's why me and Zach like we don't have a problem you know coming down to Illinois all the time going down to Tennessee you know making these trips like I said we'll be in 
Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. Um, just they they really instilled the grind and the hard work into us. And I think that is exactly what we needed. Yeah, and touching on that, like uh, like I said, uh, Doc, Doc Simmons uh, started training a little bit before me. And um, when I came into the Thumper's Den, just the way Frankie uh, Bruiser have taught us to always give back to this business, uh, I started off in like, I started off by myself. We don't have like training classes. You kind of just at the Thumper's Den, whenever you're ready to go, you sign a waiver and you start, you just kind of jump in. And I jumped in with these guys having a little bit of match experience. And uh, Doc Simmons was one of those guys who pulled me aside during drills, like in between drills when we had time and would go over things with me and help me get my footing to, to say in the ring. Now, Zach, I want to go ahead and uh, ask you this first, a little bit about your personal character. You're known as the outlaw Zach Hendricks, and you guys weren't necessarily a tag team right away, um, but eventually you guys got grouped together. And what was it that got you guys to team up? So actually my, my second ever match in wrestling, Doc and I, were uh, they put us as a tag team. Uh, it was to help get Doc uh, to where he uh, – it was a it was, uh, doc was having a feud with someone and he needed someone to team with. So we actually tagged there and had a small bit of chemistry. And then when we were, went away for a year, even though we had fans asking like, why isn't this more of a thing? Like we had fans always asking like, why aren't you guys tagging more? But just never seemed to work out. We did our own things. Um, we actually, I think what got us to stay as a tag team we were building a little bit of momentum at ICW and we showed up to freelance wrestling uh, out in Logan Square, helped set up, helped tear down and talked to Isaiah Vasquez. And he asked us, um, how do you guys uh, uh, told us we have a match? Originally, it was going to book us in singles matches. And we asked him, can we try being a tag team? From there, went to freelance to train a little bit. And Isaiah asked me, he's like, hey, where's Doc? I'm like, oh, we're not really a tag team. And he said, why not? So we had a conversation that night and we're like, you know, we get good reactions. We have good chemistry, uh, makes traveling a lot easier when you have, like, I would say Doc Simmons is like my best friend in wrestling. So uh, transitioning from singles to tag wrestling, uh, I guess makes the car rides a lot easier because not many guys in our area, not trying to throw shade, but don't want to do the seven, eight hour drives and, I tell Doc, I'm like, hey, this place is seven and a half hours. And he's like, that's actually not bad. What time do you want to leave? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just just uh, earlier in this week, we were talking uh, we're talking to another promotion, and it's 10 hours away. No problem. <laughs> you know, just give us the dates. We'll be there. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, like, they're definitely, like, a really great promotion. They're trying to find uh, multiple dates to make the drive worth it. And we told them, hey, if we only got one date we could do, we'll that's fine. Day. Yeah, we've slept in cars. We've uh, we uh, have a good dynamic. For some odd reason, Doc doesn't sleep at night. He sleeps in the daytime, so <laughs> it's a very easy driving situation for us too. They could switch off too, which is nice. Yeah, when when, when necessary, but usually I do a big chunk of the driving. Um, I, I mean, I think that's one of the things that has been a strength at the tag team is that uh, we cover each other's faults. Zach doesn't like Zach can't stay up that long driving. I can. Um, Zach has such a mind for or merch and design. I don't. Um, so I think we we've complimented each other well. And I think we we got a feel for that at the beginning, not knowing how far it could go, but two, three years later, here we are. <laughs> 
So Country Air was kind of uh, formed with the help of Isaiah Velasquez. That's really, really cool. Yeah, Isaiah's definitely. So uh, I would give credit to both Dysfunction and Isaiah's. Uh, Dysfunction is the promoter of ICW. Like I said, when Drake Daniels, so one of our opponents this Friday, went out with a bicep injury, card subject to change, it said Doc Simmons versus Zach Hendricks. At the time, we were both very new, so we're cutting promos, like holding the phones up to ourselves, talking talking smack to one another, come in there like, all right, we're ready to punch each other in the face. And the promoter's like, actually, I think you guys are just going to tag tonight. And uh, had the chemistry we've always had. And the promoters kept saying, like, we're going to keep going. He, this function gave us the name Country Air. I originally hated it. I told Doc, I don't want to be Country Air. I didn't, I didn't like anything about it. But when we went to freelance, we had people recognize us as Country Air. They told us they loved the song. It grown on me. I can't imagine us being something else. And like I said, going to training with uh, freelance, I wanted to learn their style because they're definitely a lot more high-paced compared to Milwaukee. And going there was super great. Isaiah is a great trainer. But, yeah, his question was, why aren't you guys tagging everywhere? And called Doc Simmons on the way home. I'm like, hey, so these guys are asking about us as a tag team. What do you want to do about this? Yeah. Now, uh, when you were doing singles, Zach, you were known as the outlaw. Uh, is that something that um, you were kind of liked to do, was that character? Yeah, like uh, originally when I started wrestling, I had no idea where I, how I wanted to be perceived. And uh, it was the Beer City Bruiser who really sat me down. And like he's like, I want you to be an outlaw. It could be any figure. And I knew there was a lot of guys doing that cowboy style. I knew I looked like Hangman Page, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a cowboy. I wanted to try to stand out. I was big into Sons of Anarchy, so I mean, I feel like being the outlaw for me is just like being different. Um, I think I fit the character with the my style's more brawling. Every now and then I'll do some flying, but I'm more of a brawler, more of a drinking and let's fight. So yeah, I definitely enjoy. It. I still think I emulate that a little bit in the tag, but more goofy now <laughs> and doc we kind of addressed this before we went on the air you kind of had this uh whole crash holly gimmick for the first uh, few months of your career could you walk me through that a little bit um it, it wasn't for it didn't come quick actually um i did not know what uh my gimmick was going to be it was maybe almost a full year later uh before i i, I started going with the uh, crash holly influence um, I, I, I had a, a, a heel turn, um, and I thought that was the, the, the best time. Um, I, I don't know why I was watching a lot of Crash Holly at the time, but I was watching a lot of Crash Holly at the time. And I, I, I went and bought a scale and I, I did the whole weigh in gimmicks before, um, before matches and, you know, the crowd hated it at first, but eventually they started to fall in love with it and they started chanting goat and calling me goat everywhere. So it, it started uh took a while but naturally we got there yeah that's goat g-h-o-a-t right yes yes heavyweight greatest heavyweight of all time yes goat yep and it's oh. great when anytime you have opponents sitting in the ring you hear the greatest heavyweight of all time and doc simmons comes out yep and it's it's great because hey the crowd knows at this point you know you hear the doc's gonna kill you chats now so it, it it's they get it yeah, 120 pounds soaking wet. They said, "Hey, yep, <laughs> it happens." <laughs> the mind state. I identify so, as a heavyweight. 
So my um my question to you is now you had a scale. Well, what kind of scale was it? Just a regular old bathroom scale? Did you actually? Yeah, yeah, I had a regular old bathroom scale. I wanted the doctor scale, but that doesn't travel as well when we're going like ten hours in a car. So so I had to use the bathroom scale, though that uh, did allow for a lot of fun with um, announcers. So shout out to to your ring announcers. because I, I had to use a bathroom scale. So they're having to call it out. So it led to a lot of fun with them. That is so cool. Um, and Zach, you mentioned a pretty cool thing about you guys training a bit at freelance and how they had more of kind of a, a faster paced style with maybe some more high flying. And that puts you guys in perfectly with a lot of what Zello Pro does too, because a, a lot of those guys come out of freelance as well. And you guys working for them, I think that's a perfect fit. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been real fun working for them. It's been uh, fun getting to work those Chicago guys uh, uh, through Zello. Um, they've given us lots of opportunities. Shout out to Matt and D-Ray and, and Mason. And now that, uh, you know, Swaggle is is helping them out. Um, Swaggle's been a great help for us uh, down there. So it's been real fun. Um, they've given us a chance to work some really good tag teams. So uh, we've had a lot of fun with them over the past year or so. Yeah, uh, shout out like how Zach said, Zello Pro. Uh, we our goal in twenty twenty one. We talked about it. We wanted to break into the Chicago scene. Freelance has always been, still is the goal. Still, that's one of the goals to get to. And we know the style we were wrestling at. We're with the guys up here in Wisconsin. We're just like I said, more heavy hitting. And we were like, we need to incorporate this heavy hitting training there. Zello Pro has given us the opportunity to kind of show the Chicago market what we're capable of. And from those uh, matches, we've got opportunities with Freelance Underground. Uh, we've worked guys such as the Premier and get, helped us get our foot in the door with zero one. So I think without Zello, we wouldn't get as much. We wouldn't, it'd been harder to get the success we have in the Illinois area. So definitely thank you for taking a chance on us and letting us uh, have an opportunity to show what we're capable of. And you guys have put in time with a lot of different promotions over the last couple of years. Like I mentioned before, Fourth Wall, you guys mentioned ICW, obviously Zello Pro, Freelance Underground, you did a couple of shows for, Zawa Live, Zero One, like you just mentioned, Bruce City, obviously, and even Chicago Style Wrestling last year. Yes, yes, can't. Yep, shout out to Hades over there. Um, it's been a little bit since we've been, been back, but yeah, Chicago Style, um, that was actually one of the first places that let me get in. Um, when I was uh, more so singles, uh, had a, my first match in the Futures Battle Royal. Um, so, yeah, definitely shout out to Chicago Style Wrestling. They've been real good to us. And you guys also, um, I'm very excited about this because it's in my neck of the woods and I'm hoping to hit one of their shows at some point in the near future. Rocket Pro Wrestling, Cupid's Carnage on February the 5th. And you guys will be in a three-way tag team match for the Rocket Pro Tag Team Championships against the champions No Coast and Youth Gone Wild. So that should be really good. I'm glad to see you guys branching out into Rocket Pro. Yes, yes, we are excited too. Um, Youth Gone Wild, we've only gotten to wrestle once and it was a very good match. Um, haven't gotten to wrestle no coast, but this goes along with our goals of, of wrestling more uh, established tag teams, uh, not not just guys thrown together. I'm sure, you know, we started that way, but there's a, a, a different magic when you get to work other guys who, who are dedicated to tag team wrestling the same way you are. Yeah, not everybody could be the Usos where they're there from day one. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, not everybody's that, but hey, guys who work who work towards it, I we appreciate it. Oh, yeah. 
Well, you guys think you could collect another uh, collection of championships over at Rocket Pro? That's that's the goal. That's the goal. Um, you know, we I mean, even, you know, we've, we've been really lucky over the past year uh, with all the gold we've collected. We still left a lot, left a couple points on the field. We had shots at the uh, Freelance Underground Tag Championships and lost that. I'd like to get another shot at those. We've had a shot at the Chicago Style Wrestling Tag Team Championships. Want another shot at those. Um, so w- the goal this year is the same, uh, just more of it. Collect more hardware. Yeah, ICW, we lost our belts and never got a rematch. So we want that. Um, as we said, uh, Freelance, the, uh, we haven't been there, but I know that the Bang Bros have been high up on the title contendership. and we. Ha- we have a win on the Bang Bros, so yes. we're, we're hoping so to. We're, so we haven't forgotten. Like we're 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 coming for more, Chicago. We're coming for more. I'm glad you guys mentioned the Bang Bros because I was going to mention that's probably the biggest win you guys got uh, as a team so far, in my opinion, was the Bang Bros because those guys are just killing it. They're on fire. And a little bit of an aside for Windy City Slam podcast. <laughs> a few months ago, I talked to both Davey and August. You could check out that episode in the archives. So. Beating the Bang Bros at Zello Pro, uh, what kind of big deal was that for you guys? Um, it, it's an interesting deal because though uh, I guess you could say uh, it goes with our gimmick. You know, I feel at Zello, they're the home team and we are the visiting team. And though this match was in Milwaukee, which yes. makes us, uh, you know, a home, a home game for us, it still kind of felt like outsiders. And like you said, uh, you know, they're, they're doing it down here in Chicago. They're a, another team that's dedicated and putting in the grind and traveling i mean you just saw davy bang on uh at warrior we were wrestling against uh silas silas yep at silas this past weekend um so it's it's i mean i love working those guys um and like i love to see them uh collecting all all the gold that they can and getting those wins because that makes our win mean that much more and like a bang bros um nothing but respect for them i like them they could take a hit they can give it uh as you said they're tearing it up they have they have won as a tag team on warrior they have won as a tag team at freelance they have won as a tag team many other places uh i know they wrestled that second wrestling and took on the best uh best friends in the world that's a tag team we want to wrestle so uh getting that win against the bang bro kind of validated what we're doing we're going in the right direction and we can hang with these teams that people are calling the top teams like i think uh personally i feel like we're a sleeper team still and we're trying we're trying to prove that we are a, a a threat to be. And I think when we got that win on the Bang Bros, it showed everyone like, hey, we're we're there too. We yeah. just all right. It's come to the time of the show where we're gonna start wrapping things up. But I always ask our guests here, uh, go ahead and provide your social media, your merchandise, and whatever upcoming events you got. Oh, um, so uh, social medias uh, for me is very easy. It's all at Doxim and seventeen. So that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Pro Wrestling Tees, all Doxim and 17. And I'll give the hot tag to Zach. Yes, sir. And uh, for me, for Zach Hendricks, it's all Z Hendricks brand. For all social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, Instagram. For Country Air Together, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Country Air Official. Twitter, we have uh, Country Air Brand. If you like our merch, you can find them on either my shop or Doc's shop. We don't really have a country air shop. Maybe we should look into doing that as a tag team. But, uh, yeah, uh, also, um, we have a podcast as well. 
it's just like uh, kind of shooting the breeze with each other uh, on a weekly basis called the Take It Home Podcast. Uh, it's on Doc Simmons' YouTube channel. So if you ever want to just hear us talk about uh, how much we wrestling weeks, <laughs> it's it's just us. Week, uh, how much we what we like to watch or um, purchase favorite song of the week. Uh, <laughs> it's all there. Yep. And um, as far as things coming up, like you said, um, it's pretty busy. Uh, we'll be at, uh, like you said, Fourth Wall Wrestling uh, this Friday at uh, La Buena Vista's uh, banquet, Restaurant and Banquet. Great place to eat. Love the food there. Can't recommend it enough. Um, and then we'll be making the trip out to Waterloo for Frozen Tundra uh, Wrestling. Next week, we have Rocket Pro. Um, the week after that, I am off, but Zach will be having a singles match over there at Bruce City Wrestling, so go check that out. Um, and just, uh, yeah, keep track of our social medias, because February, uh, we're not done packing it. Uh, there's still some things we're working on. And later down the year, um, WrestleMania weekend, we're definitely, like, hitting up any promotion that's running. Uh, we're going to be down at Mania weekend all weekend, helping out, trying to earn those opportunities, and, uh, we're in talks with a few different states, new states to debut in. So hopefully later down the year, we can have those announcements come out. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much, Doc and Zach, for the very first time country air on Windy City Slam podcast. Thank you so much for being special guests this week. Hey, thanks so much for having us. You know, uh, we've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm happy. I'm sorry that you had a cancellation, but I'm happy it worked out for us. Yeah, it worked perfectly. <laughs> oh, definitely and like again happy birthday hope you have a great hope you had a great day today hopefully it continues to stay great guys i appreciate it thank you good luck thank you, thank you. Awesome conversation with Country Air. Doc and Zach are two really cool dudes collecting tag team championships wherever they go. Catch them this weekend at Fourth Wall Wrestling and Frozen Tundra Wrestling. And then catch them next weekend, February the 5th, at Rocket Pro Wrestling in Joliet. Very, very excited about that. And thank you once again to Country Air for pinch hitting and coming through on our card subject to change edition of Windy City Slam podcast. All right, next week, we're going to have our special Royal Rumble recap show. And I am very excited to try this with two guests for the very first time. We welcome the voice of violence for all heel wrestling, Phil Meyer Sr., a.k.a. No Chill with Phil, and former WWE.com writer Jordan Gerritsen. They'll be here to recap the Rumble. Plus, I will take a look at upcoming shows from AAW Pro and Rocket Pro Wrestling. This is Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. Hey, everybody.